Safety Net Studio presents. Okay, I'm down. You, have- <laughs> <laughs> you, you instantly you are convinced such an me. Easy sell. I was like, wait, so it can count my protein and put it on a shopping list so I don't forget? Here's I'm it. in. This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Welcome back, Tyler Carr, to the program after an extended long weekend nice to have you back thank you i'll do it all again next week thanks are you going back to swan river too no i'm just taking off every monday for the rest of the month yeah must be nice hey uh, i wanted to get into something why the internet sucks something really funny happened over the weekend and now the internet wants things changed and i'll get into that towards the end of the hour music news you can use coming up we'll do the tear away a day calendar wait what all that and more coming up here it's wheeler in the morning with jasmine lane and tyler carr Give us all the details. I want all the dirty details of all the trouble you got into in Swan River this weekend. All the trouble I got into in Swan River. <laughs> the trouble consisted of uh, going to McDonald's a total of six times. What? Come on. Nice. Yeah. Because you know what? In If you missed it, Swan River got their very first McDonald's here in Manitoba. Very exciting. Um, and also, it, it kind of makes... You know what? In a small town, and like you see everybody in there... They, they, it feels like they're on, you know, on the big map now when you get like a McDonald's. That, that puts you on the map and it's 24 hours and that's something that wasn't typically in Swan River. Like there were, weren't a lot of 24 hour joints growing up when I was going to high school. So for them to actually go and get a McDonald's now is actually quite a big deal. And the line was absurd. It was absurd. Like All everybody in the 12 t- people of Swan River. No, no I know like, they have a bigger population. Yeah. Like everybody was going to check it out and it's a nice location. Like it's a really nice location like has more seating than the city ones it's beautiful it's got this nice little delicious burger sign on the wall like they they opted it over there they opted it it. a play place no it doesn't i wish it did that's interesting and honestly good for them too with how uh how it's organized because in winnipeg a lot of our fast food tends to be like grab and go whereas there obviously it's a smaller community so the point isn't just to pick it up in the drive-thru and be on your way they want it to be a place for the community to get together yeah it was it was quite funny because my mom and i went in we wanted to go have coffee with my aunt darlene and so we went in and i was showing my mom because she didn't she's never had a mcdonald's so she doesn't Your know how mom's to, never had mcdonald's well, no, no she has but like she's never actually had one in the town so whenever they go they just go through the drive-thru in the city that's what a lot of mm-hmm. town like uh, out of town folks will do and so a lot of them don't know how to use the kiosk like the touchscreen kiosk that's fair so i had to literally go with my mom and my mom was like okay i'm gonna watch you so when you go back to the city i know how to use this kiosk so i literally had to show her how to do it and how to tap with her phone and everything I was laughing i was like oh my god mom like i can't believe i'm having to show you this <laughs> so they didn't just do like a half-assed mcdonald's like that's like a fully yeah. state-of-the-art yes. wow yeah full menu and everything yeah i was very impressed very impressed and actually when i went up to the tail i'm forgetting her name right now but uh Uh, When I went up to the till to grab our stuff, the lady there was like, oh, my God, you're Tyler from Energy 106. And I'm like, yes, nice to see you. And she was like, we're actually up uh, from Winnipeg. We're the corporate from Winnipeg. And we come and help out when there's a new location open. And we heard you, Dave and Jasmine, talking about the new location opening. And then her and I got into a conversation about the best way to drive back to Winnipeg and which roads to take. (laughs) Because <laughs> it was our first time in Swan River. Oh, that's fair. Did they yeah. have any good specials? No, well, they're just McDonald's. They didn't have any good opening oh, they, day specials? It was like a dollar for a coffee. You know yeah. what? That's good enough yeah. for me. Uh-huh. I I think they missed out on putting the uh, the play place in there. No, mm-hmm. see, I'm, I am I think they missed out by not calling it McSwanolds. But <laughs> personally. McSwanolds. Did I ever tell you my, uh, my mishap with the play place? No, go on. So it may have been one of those twenty-four hour joints, and it may have been uh, in the wee hours after the. <laughs> Wait, so uh, you weren't you weren't a child when this happened? Oh God, no! Okay. You know what? This makes more sense because Dave and I went in a play place last year, and he was very on board to join me in it. And now, and I was like, "That's weird. You're old, but okay, continue." So I was at the uh, so me and a bunch of friends were at the play place, and we go in and we get something to eat, and then on the we're like, "Hey, let's go in the ball pit. That place is always fun <laughs> after a few uh, after a few cocktails." <laughs> and so. On the door, it says, out of order. And we're like, oh. And then we kind of like, well, the door's not locked. Hmm. So we opened up the door and we had a peek in. My buddy goes, everything looks fine structurally. And then my other buddy went, screw it, I'm jumping in. And he jumped into the ball pit and he's flailing around. And all of a sudden, Amanda comes around the corner and says, hey, some kid pooped in that ball pit. <gasps> Was that actually which, true? Which is why it was out of order. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh so my if God. it ever says out of order, 
That's why. Yeah, trust. And oh now he God. has pink eye. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yikes. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Man, Swan River's getting a lot of love this morning. This is our Tear Away a Day calendar. It's a Christmas gift from Mama Carr, who lives in Swan River, Manitoba. By the way, did you go catch a, a Dauphin Kings game while you were up there? No, but uh, when I went through Dauphin, there was uh it was like a, I think it was a parade for the team or something. It was going down their main street. It was nice. like it was a lot. It was like I, I rolled into Dauphin on my way back to Winnipeg. I'm like, I don't know what they're celebrating, but it's got to be the hockey team. Huh. Is there anything else there to celebrate? Uh, no, that they got a. It's a good stop right before you continue on to Winnipeg. They have an okay. excellent bathroom. <laughs> uh, this is for Tuesday, February seventh, twenty twenty three. Never postpone what you can cancel. Well, that, if that's not for Jasmine, I don't know what is. Listen, take care of yourself. I actually found out that I have a thing. My friends called me out on it. Uh, Mike Mason, a bunch of the guys. They had said something like, hey, blah, 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 we're thinking about this. And I went, oh, that sounds like fun. And they went, oh, that's a no. Yeah. Like, what do you mean that's a no? I said, it sounds like fun. They're like, right. But unless you say, cool, I'm in. Whenever you say, hey, that sounds like fun, we know you're not coming. That's fair. I didn't realize I had a thing. Apparently, yeah. I got a thing. Yeah, now you do. Now I know what All it right. is, too. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? Not for me, but if it's for you, cool. So there's this social media star. She goes by the name Mary Magdalene, and uh, she has these massive butt implants, very large lips, tons of tattoos, 38J breast implants. Which wait, like wait, ABC. she named herself after Jesus' girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know, um, but whatever. It's what she goes by. She has a couple different social media accounts. She's also an artist and stuff, um, but she's often criticized and made fun of online. Now, I know for myself, I've seen this girl pop up on you know what's viral trending whatever many times over the years and every single time there's a new procedure but she's been like hardcore criticized and made fun of online because one of her implants popped and so she's now known as the uniboob model And that story is making its way around online. She's just been totally rolling with it, honestly. She's been on TMZ and everything. But she's actually a very well-spoken lady, despite what many people may assume based on her appearance. And she has been hitting back hard at everybody who makes fun of her for her look and to all the haters. And she said that there's absolutely nothing wrong with her mental health. She just loves looking fake and considers plastic surgery a hobby of hers. And for people to just back off when other people get plastic surgery. Uh, There's a difference between plastic surgery and then what she is doing. It is a very extreme case. Yes. It's one of the, it's one of these things that that I've never really understood where somebody goes and gets something elaborate done whatever it happens to be when it comes to body modification, right? To the, to the point where if you're a regular bystander, you're almost kind of forced like you're like, "Whoa," cuz you don't really just kind of see that out in the out in the open and out in the wild. Mm-hmm. So these people are they're less the kind of attention they're looking for, right? They want people to look at them. And then as soon as you look at them, they go, "What are you staring at?" Huh? What are you staring at? What are you looking at me for? It's like, well, because you've got one giant boob and then nothing. That's very odd. Why wouldn't I look at that? She'd be great in a sci-fi flick. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Something happened on the Red River that a lot of people are not happy about. And another mythical, potentially ancient monster movie is on the horizon. First, Google laid off over 12,000 employees. Emails were sent out this week, and there are tons who are Canadian, unfortunately. The story of Atlantis. Disney did it. And now a new live-action Atlantis movie is on the horizon. The director of Jurassic World and the writer and producer of House of the Dragon are teaming up for it. Maybe don't do this in the city. Uh, At 2 a.m. over the weekend, some people were filmed snowmobiling along the Red River within city limits, which is against the law. Many people are condemning it. One, for being an annoying sound echoing at 2 a.m. where there's many homes and apartments. Two, the potential for damaging the skate and walking paths. And most importantly, it is incredibly dangerous, even more so in the dark. Like they were literally skating on the, the river trail. Snowmobiling. Yeah, oh, yes. there was like four of them. Yikes. Yeah. Music news you can use. Energized by Remax, the right agent every step of the way. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For February 7th, 
Lizzo has called Beyonce the artist of our lives at the 2023 Grammys in Los Angeles. I feel like there's so many goaded artists since my last time up here. Beyonce. Whew. In the fifth grade, I skipped school to see you perform. My sister, she got me out of school. It was literature. I'm good. And um, where are you at, Beyonce? My eyes are wet. You changed my life. You you sang that gospel medley, and the way you made me feel, I was like, I want to make people feel this way with my music. So thank you so much. You clearly are the artist of our lives. I love you. God bless y'all. Earlier in her speech, Lizzo paid tribute to Prince, whose death she said inspired her to dedicate her life to making positive music. Fans have expressed their disappointment after Aaron Carter, Gangsta Boo, Little Keed, and more were omitted from the In Memoriam tribute segment at the Grammys. During the In Memoriam segment at the ceremony, a host of artists including Takeoff, Loretta Lynn, Christina McVie, Jeff Beck, Olivia Newton-John, Coolio, and Lisa Marie Presley were all recognized. But many pointed out that the likes of Carter, Boo, and Keed were not included. Twitter blew up with people saying, quote, genuinely don't understand why Aaron Carter was left out in the memoriam. He completely changed the teen pop music game, broke so many records, and truly paved the way for so many young pop stars that followed him. Another added, since the Grammys chose not to include Aaron Carter's picture while tributing the passed away singers, I'll just post my own because that's so sad. Rest in peace, Aaron Carter, hashtag Grammys 2023. Aaron Carter was found dead at his home in California last November. And finally, Harry Styles took to the stage at Sunday's Grammy Awards for a performance of his hit single, As It Was, and here's what it sounds like. Styles and Beyonce led the winners at the 65th Annual Grammy Awards in Los Angeles, where the former One Direction star took home the biggest Grammy of the night with Album of the Year Award for his third solo album, Harry's House, along with Best Pop Vocal Album. That's music news you can use for February 7th, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler. I love this. There's a guy that was in the Mr. Beast video where he cured a thousand people of blindness, and we've talked a lot about the uh, backlash. We'll call it backlash. That mm-hmm. Mr. Beast got about the video saying that he was exploiting people for clicks and blah, 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 blah. This is a guy that was actually in the video. Okay. Mm-hmm. He did an interview with insider.com. He's uh, 64 years old. His name is Jeffrey Yapple. He said, I personally don't think he was doing this for publicity. Everything he does is going to generate, to generate publicity because he's so famous, but I'm pretty sure this was from the heart. His video didn't make fun of anyone and he didn't exploit me. He was nice enough to pay for my surgery. And the way he helped all of us actually inspired me to do more to help others in need, like people who are homeless and ask me for help. Hmm. At the end of the day, there are always going to be haters, and I'm sure Mr. Beast knows that as well. Losers will always try to destroy winners, and I try and, pe- and try to peck away at those who are winning in life. <clears throat> there, I love Mr. Beast. As I, don't know, that, I don't know why people are getting up in as arms I've for that. said many times, some people really just hate themselves. Well, it gets me on to my next topic of why the internet sucks. (laughs) So, Tyler Carr, you're extremely invested in the new Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, by the way, the new poster slaps. It's got a big picture of Bowser up there. It slaps. It looks very endgame-ish. Yeah, it does. It does. Bowser and the Thanos level. Mm -hmm. If you want to see that, by the way, it's up at energy106.ca on April 7th. So remember all the backlash that Chris Pratt got when they first did the voice? People were like, no, no. Yeah. Doesn't fit for the role. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Weren't we're even willing to give the guy a chance. Yeah. yeah Honestly. He had said literally one thing in the first trailer, and everybody's like, no, God. Yeah. No. <laughs> he literally just go. he went, let's a go. And people were like, no, he's not my Mario. He's not my yeah. Mario. Not my Mario. 
Now, it's interesting because I, when I first heard the trailer, I had a harder time because I could actually hear Jack Black as Bowser. Right. And I pictured Jack Black in that role. But Chris Pratt was just kind of like this this ominous voice. Like I didn't I didn't hear it and go, oh, that's Chris Pratt. I was like, right. that's just I heard it. And I went, that's an odd voice for Mario. I mean, they're all odd voices. They're all different than what the games are. So it just kind of is what it is. It's what that's right. the transition you get for having a full scripted movie. <laughs> so I think ever since the Sonic situation happened, remember when Sonic first released that yeah. first trailer and they're like, no, change that. OK, the difference being that that was actually terrible. Right. But since <laughs> then. The since then, the internet seems to think that it can just dictate whatever it wants. Like, Why? nope, we want this change. Go and change that. What are they trying to change now? Here's the latest. Here's the is latest. It about the, the Mario movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So here's the latest. I know you saw it because you're the one that sent it to me on uh, Sunday morning. Saturday Night Live had Pedro Pascal. Oh yeah, doing uh, doing Saturday Night Live, doing the hosting, it because he's the the star of The Last of Us, which is this huge HBO show. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live did a great little digital short where they decided to spoof the way HBO does drama and made a Mario Kart trailer. Yeah, it was hilarious. And Pedro, and Pedro Pascal played Mario. Yeah. And it was funny. Oh, like, my God. Are people wanting him to be the voice of Mario now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it, would it be bad? What do you mean? I mean, well, that's but here's the thing. Is he going to have like a comical voice or the same voice that was in the SNL skit? Yeah, I don't know. I, here's the thing. I, I'm not. I'm not saying the thing is, if Pedro was Mario, it wouldn't be bad. I also don't think Chris Pratt's Mario is bad. But also, like, what are, are there people trying to actually say that they need to redo the movie with him? Like they're yep. being fully serious. Yeah. See, they're not going to do that because it's 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 uh, February seventh, and we're literally less than it. We're as of today, we're two months away from the movie. Exactly, that's not happening. Yeah, no, go and change it. Go, no. ch- I want Pedro Pascal on there, or else you know it's just not going to be a good movie. Like, when did when did the internet turn movie producer? Well, also, it's just for me. <laughs> if, if you really, really, really don't like Chris Pratt as Mario, you don't have to go see the movie. There's a good, like, you literally just don't have to go. Like, if you really are deep down, like, oh, I hate that casting choice. It should have been, then just don't go. Like, you just don't go. People still will, though, because they still want to see it. Because it looks awesome. Yeah. It looks awesome. Would I love to see Pedro as Mario? Absolutely. I also do kind of low-key think his voice would be a little better. But, like, it is what it is. I'm also not the one that decided to cast anybody. So why would, I don't know. How do you think Pedro's know. voice would be better? I mean, Mario's Zari's up here. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And both those guys, I mean, Pedro's voice is even lower than Chris Pratt. I guess because Pedro looks more like Mario. So that I can <laughs> picture, I could actually picture him Listen, as Mario. So if we brought back Chris Pratt from the golden era and gave him a mustache, he would also look a lot like Mario. Mm, now my Mario. <laughs> my Mario is Charles Martinet. Uh, I still have a conspiracy theory. I still think oh, Charles that he's Martin. going to show up. Yeah, he is. He's already credited in the movie. Hmm. He is? Okay. Yeah, Charles Martinet is literally... Cre- when they go through the list of voices in the first trailer, Charles Martinet is at the bottom. So like, ah. he, has, he has a part in the movie. It's just people are upset because he's the OG voice of Mario, but he only did the sound effect Mario. He didn't actually do the talking Mario, which has never been a thing. Well, see, what I think is going to happen, and, and, and this kind of plays into the plot a little bit. Remember when he was in town? Uh, we interviewed him. Oh, he was Comic-Con. wonderful. He was here for Comic-Con. And one of the rules was you can't ask him anything about the movie. Mm-hmm. And we kind of thought it was because he got punted mm-hmm. in place of Chris Pratt, and he was just kind of a little sour about that. Yeah. But the, I, I, I think we're going to see this voice transition from Chris Pratt into Charles Martinet as By the he end becomes of the more of exactly as we he becomes the mm. Super Mario that we all know and love. Yeah, and then everybody that is upset about Chris Pratt's voice are gonna feel so stupid. Or what if he <laughs> literally is just there doing the sound effects of the woohoo? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit of both. That's not bad. I mean, in the movie we hear Chris Pratt doing those, so oh. yeah. Um do you, just also do you, fun fact, uh yeah. just because we're talking about Mario, I literally just read this and it's nerdy, so I'm adding it. The Nintendo Switch is now now sold 122 million units worldwide, which means it has now officially outsold the PS4 and the Switch is now the third best selling console of all time. Yeah, I believe that. That's I insane. Believe that is a great console. That's insane. Do you think Super Mario Bros. the movie uh hits the billion dollar club? Yes. Yes. I think so too. Yes, easily. Like I I have no 
no worries in my mind that this movie is going to just destroy the box office for yeah, weeks. So too. And mm. especially because of the way that they delayed it ap- apart from Avatar. They were mm. very smart and calculated with that. And it, even with the Marvel movies on either side, like they've they've given it so much breathing room. It's going to do great. Speaking of which, we're 10 days out from Quantum Mania. They did the red carpet the other night down in the Marvel Studios. And uh, the first reviews are coming in. Apparently, it's pretty fantastic. Okay. All right. Apparently it's pretty awesome. Fine. I'll 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 do what the internet does and I'll back away and save my opinion until after I see the movie. Somebody actually said <laughs> somebody actually said this is a great Star Wars movie. Oh what? okay. All right. They put it in that category. Okay. The loud line, 204-478-8040. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Thanks. Uh glad you're back, Tyler. Hi. Glad Marlan. Didn't tell us a joke yesterday, <laughs> but she remembered and something must have happened to her call. So you better look into that, Tyler, and find out where Marlan's Friday. It's somewhere in the multiverse. I, it's not coming back. Calls are where the jokes. I missed my joke on Friday, but I'm calling in regards to a caller who talked about a dipping sauce that was one of his favorites when he was a kid. Well, I had a dipping sauce. Well, it wasn't really a dipping sauce, but I had a favorite thing that I used to dip my chips into, and that was grape ice cream. Salt and vinegar chips and Chapman's grape ice cream. What? You can't find grape ice cream anywhere unless Uh, in a rainbow or a birthday cake or some other kind of compilation of other flavors but chapman's used to make grape ice cream it's the best anyways guys have a great day and whatever happened to the promotional thing for the wake up crew i sent an email to adam but i don't know what happened (laughs) that's uh, we've all sent a few emails to adam and we also don't get replies so you're not alone okay fun fact i just googled because i'm like i don't think i've ever heard of grape ice cream there's actually a very legitimate reason why you can't buy grape ice cream, and it has nothing to do with the rumor that went around that it was banned for making dogs sick. Basically, grapes have high water content, which is why eating them is an easy way to stay hydrated. But it also means when you freeze them to make ice cream, they turn into icy chunks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's fine if you want to make a popsicle, but not when you want ice cream. So it's just right. you can't what you can get, you can get raisins. You can get raisins in your ice cream. What? Doesn't that count? That kind of counts. Yeah. Plus, leaving the skins on would ruin the... So you could, but you'd have to leave the skins on, and then it would ruin the texture of putting in ice cream. That's so weird. Huh. I didn't even know grape ice cream was a thing. That's... in Okay. I never had it's... a desire. Never had a craving. Never had no, a thought. Until what about, now. What about, now I want it. Yeah, I was going to say, it. now I actually do want <laughs> grape ice cream. First one cut off because I was on the highway, but happy Tuesday. I got a question Thanks. for you guys. What? When you... Uh, do the licensing for like music and stuff and artists is it, is it artist licensing or is it song licensing so like example I was hoping you could play Two Steppin by Ed Sheeran now I know you have some of his music but do you have all his licenses I don't know how it works that'd be great thank you Two Step by Ed Sheeran so the the short answer is yes. Uh, the longer answer is we play all the hits, so we're not going to be playing deep album cuts from Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. because we play all the hits, mm-hmm. not the deep cuts. Mm-hmm. But yes, we do have the licensing rights to those songs. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, we do have Two Step by Ed Sheeran and Lil Baby. I will play it for you coming up in a few minutes. Okay. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about- Catch me outside. How about Catch that? me on the other side of these commercials. How about that? <laughs> Yellowstone. Familiar with Yellowstone? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Good show. Eh. My wife and I started watching it. We were really into it, and then just life got caught up, and it just kind of went by the wayside. And by the time we got around to trying to watch it again, we found out that there was a, a prequel from like yeah. back in the 1900s, and then we found out that there was another prequel like back in the 1800s. We're like, what? Like, what? What is going on here? Like, what did we miss? Mm-hmm. Jasmine, can you give me a timeline on this? 
A timeline? That's hard to do. There's so much going on in that show, and I'm only at, like, the middle of season three. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this, then. So, as it stands, there is the prequel, and then there's the prequel prequel, talking about the Dutton family and how they first came to the area and how they first acquired their land, blah, 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 blah. It sounds like, if you're a big fan of Yellowstone, it sounds like you might be getting another spinoff, but not for the reasons you may think. Apparently, Kevin Costner is being a little difficult. He demands only work for a single week on the second half of season five, which is returning this summer. The first half of season aired in mid-season finale this past January 1st. The episode set up a potentially deadly battle ahead between uh, Costner's character and somebody else who I won't give away any spoilers on. But if he doesn't return and he can't get a new contract done, they're thinking about just shutting it down where it is and doing a spinoff. With all right, all right, all right, Mr. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. No way. That's the rumor right now. <laughs> Who is he going to play? He Would would he play a younger version? <laughs> they haven't uh, commented. They haven't said, like, how it'll be a spinoff, so it won't be that direct storyline, huh. but it'll be something to center around a character that... All right, all right, all right. Okay, uh, sorry, and can you confirm for me? So did they, you said that he he wouldn't agree to film for more than a week. How, did they get that week out of him yet, or no? They're still in battles with that. I was still battling with them. Huh. Uh, they're, they're still batting as far as the schedule and scheduling, and yeah. It's pretty, apparently, apparently it's uglier than everyone thinks. Hmm. Now, I was telling you yesterday, I just finished watching uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. I'm like, boy, he's just, just a wonderful, he's just a, just a gem of an actor he is, but I hate hearing stories when they get a little difficult. Hot take, hot take. Mm, what? Yellowstone is super overrated and actually isn't a good show. That is, Says who? Is that on the text machine or oh, is that you? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler, it's important to note that there are people who also think Lady Gaga is super overrated. Yeah, I'm just sharing my just sharing my thoughts here. Hot take. Hot Have take. you ever watched it? Yeah, tried to, couldn't get into it. That's most, it is a slow burn. It's a slow burn. The characters, to me, are so unrelatable. And I thought the acting was super cheesy. And honestly, I just think that everybody is into it because they were, they're bored. I, uh, I will say with the show, I loved how they included indigenous culture in it. I think that it was very well represented. Um and, and given a good voice, which I that to me it can be very relatable to to many people. But yeah, it's definitely a slow burn of a show, a drama, a long drama, but so good once you get into it. So is, bad. Is anyone watching the uh, the eighteen eighty three or eighteen twenty three, whatever one it is, with Harrison Ford and Dame Judi Dench? Apparently, that one's getting some steam. Eighteen eighty three. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Uh, I'm. Cu- but that one actually, if you are watching that, do you need to finish Yellowstone before you watch that, or is it like its own separate thing and you'll be fine? From what I understand, it's its own separate thing, but it focuses on the Dutton family right when they first got the land. Okay. Hmm. From what I understand, but again, I'm not deep enough into the show to fully understand it. All right, all right, all right. Let's give what it to like- McConaughey. Yeah. Want to give you a uh, another piece of uh, entertainment news? This one kind of depressing, actually. I was actually telling you guys about this last week. I was really excited I was, when I was going on about the whole like, Keanu Reeves thing, and my wife's trying to make me look more like mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves with my haircut, and my beard. Uh, I told you about a movie that got greenlit, uh, Constantine Two, which is a movie back from two thousand five with Keanu Reeves, which was just fantastic, like really, really good film. And apparently, it's been canceled already. <laughs> yeah, Stop. greenlit. Apparently, Keanu Reeves for the last, you know, 20 some odd years has been trying to be like, hey, let's do another one. Do another one. Like, no, 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 no. Finally, they're like, yes, let's do it. But now the reason why they're shutting it down again is because of James Gunn, James Gunn's whole restructuring of the DCU. <sighs> they said that they were going to do it just because they're like, ah, we need something comic book related. Sure, let's do that. And James Gunn's like, oh, oh, oh hold your horses. This is how we're going to do it. That could be a standalone down the road. But let's not do it yet. But bum me out because I really like that movie. What are you smiling about, Tyler Carr? The hot takes on the text line that agree with me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I agree with Tyler. Patty, she, I love how Patty said, re Yellowstone, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, enjoy it. If you enjoy it, enjoy it. But my friends have tried to get me into it. I just, it's not happening. Are your friends into it? No. Okay. They well. were like, we should all try it. And then none of them got into it. That is fair. I actually recall watching the first episode and I was like, Eh. But then uh, there was another day I was quite bored during the pandemic, and I was like, I'll give it a go again. And then I was hooked. Okay, here, here's interesting. Uh, Aaron says 1923 has Harrison Ford, and Brianne says 
Uh, separate thing. I couldn't get into Yellowstone. I tried three times, but she loves 1883 and okay. 1923. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. And then Jen says, um, I won't lie. I hate country music, but it took me a bit. But rip. Hello, Casey. Not bad. Can we talk Magic Mike, though? LOL. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> will ruin it. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, but Rip and uh, Rip, Rip apparently is one of the biggest names uh, in the world right now, as far as uh, baby names. Okay, well, the show. Jen also got me hooked because she said, "Tyler, you're my favorite." Do you know how many hot cowboys there are? Well, here we go. Facts. Fine. So what you're telling me is I got to watch the show on mute. I can do that. I can have it on in the background and then just look at the cowboys. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, we got another little request here from Allie saying, "Hi, ah, Dave can spend the rest of their time sounded like Matthew McConaughey. That'd be great." <laughs> no, 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 no. Allie, you're getting blocked on the text line for that one. <laughs> this is the newsfeed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Everyone had a great time at the Grammys, so it appeared, except this one celebrity who's gone viral for his apparent misery. Also, how much would you be willing to pay for a good spot at the theater? First, though, the iconic Salisbury Express on Main Street is up for sale. That's going for $400,000 or over $400,000. A lot of nips. <clears throat> that is heartbreaking. It the is. Heartbreaking. It, it you is. know how many hungover breakfast I've had there? It's very sad. <laughs> the owner said it was not an easy decision to make, but many factors, including rising costs, played into the necessity oh. to sell. Did you see Ben Affleck at the Grammys? No, I just watched Taylor. Yeah, he looked like he was just hanging off of J-Lo's coattail. He didn't look he, very interested in being there. He, he was there? Yeah, yeah, he's with J-Lo. Miserable. And the internet was making his facial expressions into a slew of viral memes. His team has now made a statement saying, Ben Affleck had a great time at the Grammys. He was just very tired. That's fair. <laughs> Would you pay more to get a good spot at the movie theater? There's a number of movie theaters that are now going to be charging per seat location rather than the same price at the front, middle, and back. Now, this hasn't hit Manitoba yet, but where is the best no, seat no, no. in the theater? I, uh-uh. I would pay less to get a to get a bad seat. I wouldn't pay more to get a good seat. Well, they're charging so then, you more to get a good seat. Thing. Yeah, same but same. so if, if they're charging 13 bucks and now I want to sit at the front, can I not pay 8 yeah, I think that's the idea. Yeah. So then I'll, I'll sit at the front of the theater and pay less. Or you so could the, sit at the in the middle in the prime time and pay twenty bucks. No, let's I'm say. good. How much would you be willing to pay though for the, for your favorite seat? Like, what is too much? I mean, well, what is the price for a ticket right now? I'd say seventeen bucks, somewhere around there. I have seventeen dollars. <laughs> okay. Honestly, if they're if they're gonna get into this strategic. If they're going to be this strategic about their seats and what they're going to charge and whatnot, then you got to start thinking about buying season tickets. And I'm not, I'm not even kidding about that. You buy a seat. That one's yours. You go to whatever movie you want, whenever you want, and you know it's going to be reserved for you. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like, Landmark does a really good job of you going in and actually having to pick the seats before going. Mm-hmm. But what I'm just saying is if they're going to charge more for the good seats, then they have to charge less for the bad seats. That's, I think I think fair. that they would, yeah. But so uh, then I'll I'll just take the cheap seats and I'll go sit in the front with the recliners. Yeah, sure. There you like go. The airplanes. Well, it's, it's funny depending on what theater you go to. Like I remember the IMAX one. If you were sitting right up front, like the screen was basically like you could you couldn't stretch your head up high enough to see everything. Mm-hmm. That's a thing, right? So maybe those would be really cheap. And if you really want to go see the movie that day, and that's all you can afford. But I don't think the back ones are necessarily the best. Like you said, for me, it's kind of front right. Like everybody's yeah, front every, right, actually. Yeah, everybody's got their own opinion on it. So like I guess middle right. How do you determine what the good seats are? Mm. Five or five or six rows up from the railing. Yeah, that's a good that's a good location. NHL resumed its schedule after the All Star break with six games last night. Three of them seeing extra time, including the Rangers and the Flames tied at four apiece. And here comes Lafreniere. Zadorov gets back. Lafreniere the pass. Save Markstrom. Lafreniere scores. Now, as I play these clips, as we go through these clips, I want you to hear the crowds. Okay, I want you, I want you mm-hmm. to like just kind of listen to the crowds in the background. Now, that was Madison Square Garden, five four final from the Rangers. That's a big crowd. That's a big New York crowd there. Yeah. Okay, across the river in New Jersey, Vancouver, uh, Vancouver Canucks visiting the Devils. They went to overtime, tied at fours as well. Less than a minute to go in overtime. Devils on the power play. Brat for Hamilton again. He scored two overtime winners the final week before the break. Hughes, Brat, scores. Jesper Bratt with the game winner. 
Big crowd, right? Sounds good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Sounds good. 5-4 final for the Devils and the Canucks start the back nine of their season with continued troubles in the Pacific Division. Dallas Stars hosting the Anaheim Ducks in the Big D, looking to extend their lead over the Jets in the Central Division. This game went to a shootout tied at two. Have a listen to the crowd. Tyler Sagan, third shooter. Each team is one for two. Sagan, right down the slot. Scores! Right down the what? Right down the, what did he say? Right, right down the slot? Yeah. Okay. Don't, 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 don't be like that. I, I heard something else. I, that's why I was double checking. Three, two, final. Stars are now even in games with the Jets with a three-point lead in the division. Three other games last night, including the Panthers over the Lightning in 7-1 in the Ron DeSantis battle. Islanders beat the Flyers 2-1. No points for Bo Horvat in his debut with the Islanders. And now listen to this last clip. Okay? Get your ears ready. Uh-huh. Phoenix Coyotes were at home in their living room-sized rink hosting the Minnesota Wild last night. Tied at two late in the third. We'll look to poke it on, and here they come. Jack McBain racing back. McBain is in. McBain, he scores. Jack McBain. And the Coyotes grab the lead late in the third. The horn completely drowns them out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't even hear them because it's just like a living room-sized mm-hmm. rink. Mm-hmm. Terrible. 3-2 final for the Desert Dogs, who will have great seats, I'm sure, for this weekend's Rihanna Bowl. Six games in the NHL tonight, including the Oilers and Red Wings. Winnipeg Jets will see their next action this Saturday. Manitoba Moose dropped a pair of games to, to the Admirals over the weekend. They'll try and break their three-game skid this weekend in Grand Rapids. Winnipeg Ice had their four-game win streak halted by the Blades over the weekend, losing 3-2. They'll host the Calgary Hitmen for a pair of games tomorrow and Thursday night on the U of M campus. Three games. Yeah, we're going to get some MJHL in here. Three games in the MJ tonight. Dolphin Kings are in Verdon to take on the Oil Capitals. Nipawa Titans are in Wayway to play the Wolverines. And the Portage Terriers are in Selkirk for a date with the Steelers. There you go, MJ. I got you. I got you, MJ. Can you hear my fan? <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> it's so hot in did here. Did you bring that in this morning? No, Mike did. Oh, what a smart guy. And he texted me. He's like, feel free to use the fan. I am. It's going to put me to sleep. Yeah. That's great white noise. Yeah. What about now? Sounds like a box fan. Ah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring it right in there. Do some Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. Dave Wheeler. (laughs) (laughs) Fun with fans here on Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We are live from the IJL Diamond Studios at Polo Park, HQ of Energy 106, and the home of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. It's only we brought the fan in because it's going to be so nice today. Literally sunny with a high of zero. Hello. We'll take that. Right now in Winnipeg. Oh, my God. There's a plus temperature on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right now in Winnipeg, it's minus 14. It's pretty dang nice, hey? Don't mind if I do. Uh, We got some updates on a new celebrity podcast that it... eh. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. I don't actually know how to describe this. I think you're going to like it, most likely. That's coming up in the news feed at 830. All right. Let's do wait what, shall we? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait. What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. That is sponsored by Vernoss Auto Body. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You are part of the family at Vernoss Auto Body. Most people, I would argue, put a lot of value in what their parents say. But uh, if your parents are this mean... Maybe it's time to consider putting them in a home or cutting ties, potentially. Black China. If I say that name, do you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was part of the Kardashian crew for a little while, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. So she's shown herself to be pretty violent, chaotic, aggressive. She's been in several reality shows. She has a baby with Rob Kardashian, so she's been on their show. Um, but she was at the Grammys, okay? And her own mother has been doing interviews talking not about China and how great it is that she was at the Grammys, but talking about how awful her outfit was. She described it as horrendous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, you have literally lived a life with I mean, your daughter. I mean, I'm looking at it now. It is horrendous. With your daughter being so scrutinized. Tabloids already ripping her to shreds. Oh no. When you go closer, it, the, the makeup is on point. It's 
It's a typical. It's I want. Fashion. It's typical. I want some attention at the Grammys. Fashion. Like to go on doing and multiple interviews too. People are like, "Oh, Black China's outfit." She's like, "It was terrible. Her outfit's horrendous." And you're doing. That's your daughter, and you're saying that to the press. What? Well, mothers tell the truth. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was grandmother's. Is, is she? Is that, that this is the big black outfit yeah. that she's yeah. wearing. Yeah, she here? looks like a okay. raven. Yeah, she looks like the raven from Black Swan. Yeah, yes. she does. She does. <laughs> is that yeah. what she was going for? I don't she, know. That's what she was going for. She nailed it. But that's not that what she is. She not going for. Then nope. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, mothers, be kind. Energy 106. What? Traffic. I was going to say, I'm just seeing a side-by-side of, is that her mother next to her wearing a very similar one, except it's got more of like a topaz Hold ring on, around man. her neck? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else. I don't think that's her mom, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could you yeah. imagine the mom is just shading her, meanwhile, wearing this exact same thing right <laughs> next to her? Well, no wonder we- she's calling her. She's like, I did it better. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, open up your uh, your Google machine. Okay. Mhm. And put in Chat G P T. And what is this? Uh, you're gonna go to OpenAI.com. Yeah, it's the top link there. I don't like. You it. want me to try it? Sure. Okay. What am now I let doing? Me re- let, me, let me read it to you here first for those that are driving and can't get on their uh, their smartphones. Oh, it's at capacity right now. Well, that's great. So everybody's using it. <laughs> Chat GPT, optimizing language models for dialogue. We've trained a model called Chat GPT, which interacts in a conversational way. The dialogue format makes it possible for Chat GPT to answer follow-up questions, admit its mistakes, challenge incorrect premises, and reject inappropriate qu- requests. Chat GPT is a sibling model to instruct GPT, which is trained to follow an instruction in a prompt and provide a detailed response. And apparently, huh. so like, okay, so do you know what this is? Like, do you just log in and you can just have a, essentially a conversation with AI? From what I understand, yes. Nice. Now, I am so now we don't have to actually talk to, to we don't have to talk to humans now. We I can like, just log in to talk to robots. Cool. I like right. that you have to also say in there, uh, verify you're a human before you go and talk with the AI. AI. Yeah, because I don't want a robot talking to another robot. Yeah, that would be so weird. <laughs> I don't want my Alexa talking to my iPhone. So wait, obviously it's at capacity, so everybody's doing this right now. It's a trendy thing, or what? This thing is unbelievably trendy, and Google and a whole bunch of other platforms have are now launching their own AI bots where people can interact. But what is the point? I, I, well, that that's kind of my question. I'm a little naive to this, so I was kind of hoping that somebody on the phone or on the text machine can add a little bit of context here. If you want to call in live, 204-452-1061. I've seen... One guy on Joe Rogan talking about it where Joe was just, I don't think this is safe. I don't think we should be doing this. Because it really opens up a can of worms to how smart are we going to let these AIs get? Right. Well, I'm also on the the side of, well, okay, um... Now we've got we don't we don't have to talk to humans. We got robots cleaning the floors at Walmart that stalk you. Like what else? Where where is the line here? Are we just gonna let this keep happening? Is there is no line because too many people think it's cool and encourage it. It's way more than that. It can write essays and articles. Yeah, we we were chatting about this last week as well. How there was now they're adding a new system or not a new system, a new verification type thing to it for students that were using this bot to write essays for them. So now their teachers can go and submit that essay into this website and it will tell you if it was written by a bot or not. Well, because, yeah, Jordan texted in saying a lot of students are just using it to write their schoolwork and essays. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's not a good way of... Okay, well, that's interesting because I kind of saw it more. If anyone remembers the movie Her, which uh, Mm. had Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson, uh, where this dude is a lonely, introverted, depressed guy who works for a business that has professional writers compose letters for people who are unable to write letters. Mm -hmm. And... He falls in love with his AI. Oh, I like has a personal that. relationship yes. with his AI, who was voiced by Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I kind of thought, like, are, are we diving into that kind of realm where we're going to allow our, our, our cell phones to be sentient? <sighs> <laughs> I don't the like op- it. The optimism in both of your voices just floors me. I don't like mm, it. I don't know. I don't know. It, it makes me this uncomfortable. This is your generation. I, this it, is, I, I thought for your generation would be all about this. No. No. We are dumb enough. 
We do not need, you know what, in cases for people, if you've got somebody who has ALS, something like that, absolutely no, love like this No, like technology for is fantastic when it's used properly. It's just, I don't, to me, I, for this specific thing, I don't get the point. What is the point of talking to an AI? Convenience. Well, I think, I, I, okay, right. So it, that would be like people asking, what's the point of having Google where you can just kind of type in and this bot? So is this essentially going to be a, like a Google Home or an Amazon Alexa? And instead of saying, hey, you just go in and type your your question and it searches the web for you and finds an answer. Well, not even type. I think it's a little more where it's going to be a little more conversational between you and the bot. Hey, how are you? Hey, can you look up the recipe for this? Yeah, sure. I think that you should try it this way. That's so weird. I don't like it. Uh, See if you can log back in again. It's I want to see so, if we can it still this says capacity. Uh, if anyone knows more about this chat GPT or if you've used it at all, please, I would love a phone call uh, just to kind of add a little more. Because I, I mean, is it, have we nailed it? Is that kind of the the crux of the whole thing? Is that what it's used for? Because I feel like we're getting this wrong. Yeah, I know it. That's kind of what it seems like. That's because mm. yeah, no, I, 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 okay. So I do understand if you're like for convenience and you want to just ask it a question and it has an answer for you and it's it's on the go i get that i understand why that would be useful but it's just like but we already had that and now the, kinda, now now you're just yeah l- l- listen uh chat gb gpt is currently down huge demand has caused the site to crash all users will have to wait time is needed for the service to catch up go grab a coffee and check back soon patience is the key in this situation because trust the team is working hard to fix it up for you okay chill the, in, a, in a perfect scenario for me, I like the idea of this playing off like Tony Stark to Jarvis. Okay. Like his AI was very conversational. Like he could talk to it the way Tony Stark talks. It doesn't have to be computer. Right. Play my favorite playlist. Yeah, but Tony Tony Stark also made it so it wouldn't rule the world. <laughs> well, I feel like we're getting to that point. Yeah, it kind of went south for him after yeah. uh, Jarvis and Ultron had a bit of a dust up there in the second Avengers movie. But that's kind of the other thing. I mean, okay. if we allow this to become too sentient, is it going to start making decisions on its own? Two, okay, three text messages I want to get to here at 204-452-1061. Nathan says, it's just faster and better than Google. Jo- is it? Because we're trying to sign in right now and we well, can't. Well, if I think it, the way, <laughs> what he's saying is like if it gets to a point where you can just use it, that's essentially what it's going to be. Josh says um, it's a basic program. You can ask it to also write basic software code, but it's nothing too in depth. Yeah, that's what I kind of read into. Is that kind of where it's that's where it started? Like it would help you fix your if you're a coder. This thing was really good about going in and finding where the errors would be in your right. code and help you write better code okay. for websites and games and whatnot. Read this one text, and then we're getting a phone call here. Okay. Uh, other side of the coin, fifty years from now, those are in lonely in a care home could be someone to talk to. It could ah. be, it could come across sad, but it's something. Here we go. Hi. Hey, it's Jason. I'm calling about ChatGPT. Go off. Go ahead. Hey, so it's more than what you guys are talking about. It's way more than that. It's everything to do with life. So you're going to ask it coding questions, so coders are using it all the time to solve calculated problems, very calculated, and it spits out a piece of text or a piece of code to code HTML or whatever code language you're using. Hmm. So it's more so, than just having a conversation with it. Way, way more. It's making us smarter. It's like hmm. you know, jumping from your old-school manual crank drill to a DeWalt drill, to uh, four-axis mill. Okay, so outside of coding, give me a real-life benefit from this thing. Okay, so when it goes live, do something like this. Uh, tell me, Lord, give me a recipe for, or give me recipes for low-carb diet with X protein and yada, yada, yada. So it spits out a recipe, gives you 10 recipes. Then you say, make a shopping list for these 10 recipes. And then it starts spitting on a shopping list. So now you copy that, paste it into Word, and add it to your, your shopping list day. Okay, I'm down. You instantly convinced me. You are such an easy sell. I was like, wait, so it can count my protein and put it on a shopping list so I don't forget? Here's I'm a, in. Here's a thought. Do we at all fear that through evolution, and this could be hundreds, thousands of years <clears throat> in the future, because we are no longer using basic brain functions like to think about what is required for a grocery list, that the human species is going to essentially become obsolete because we can't even do something as basic as that in many years from now. 
I, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I can tell you this is that you talk to some old school people that used to do math pretty quickly on their own and never had that, that beauty of a calculator. We, we can't do that. I can't do as fast as they can do it, but I can, I can damn sure get some resources to do it and figure out some formulas in Excel so I don't have to do it. So do we need to spend eight months building a house or can we build a house in three months? Mm-hmm. And that's just where yeah. the evolution goes in life, in my opinion. I'm, I'm kind of with you, Jasmine, to answer your question on the back end of uh, Jason there. I, I think it allows somebody to possibly get stupider if you want to get stupider, but I think it also opens up a lot of space in your brain to actually go and learn things and not have to worry about other stuff anymore because your AI is going to take care of that. For instance, uh, we don't, the majority of us don't know how to hunt and gather and, and, and start a campfire. That was stuff that was <laughs> imperative <Yeah. laughs> to living once upon a time, right? But we've gotten smarter, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. All we have to do is flick a switch and we got heat in our house. True. So we're able to learn other things that are more important in our day-to-day lives. Huh. Okay. I, I, I really appreciate this phone call. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Take care, guys. Yeah, Bye. you too. Bye-bye. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, love I, it. I'm in. I, I, I'm in. No, I'm honestly, <laughs> I'm fully retracting what I said. I am down. I'm right. down. I uh, I dare you to go and uh, poke around in there a little bit. And this will, this will keep, be the, fir- this will be the first refreshing. of many. That's the first thing I'm actually going to say is, <laughs> Give me recipes with high protein immediately. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll tell you what. We'll see if you can refresh a little bit. If we can actually get online with this thing, I wouldn't mind having a chat with it. I know. But right? it's, it says I had to put my email in and it would email me when it, there's space. So okay. like it looks like it's like a very, very. Hmm. Yeah. So well, hopefully in the next hopefully in the next five minutes. Well, well. <laughs> if it's working, we'll get back to it. And we'll have a chat with it. Don't go anywhere. Is the server available yet? No. <sighs> For those just tuning in, we're trying to try out this chat GPT that the internet is kind of going crazy about right now. It's this really super fast, high-paced, super intelligent AI that some people are kind of using to skirt the system of schools, having it do assignments for them and whatnot, which is clever, somewhat clever. But other people are using it for coding and writing. Other people are using it for friendship. Some people are using it for dieting. Yeah. All right, we're getting another call. Go for it. Hey, I was messing around with that chat GPT, and uh, same thing was happening to me. It would say, hey, like, sorry, we can't do it. I was logging in on my phone, and I just kind of swipe left. Like, you can, like, grab the window. I guess if you have more than one screen open, it'll flip you back to your other screen. And then you flip back, and it logs in right away. Yeah, like, I, I did that all last week. He was kind of telling me, oh, you got to wait, you got to wait. And then I was just f-ing with my phone, and it worked. I was like, dude, you're kidding me. And it's pretty fun, man. Type of the type of that I was doing, like my pharmacist and stuff, they were asking me to ask it questions about like interactions about statin drugs. Mm-hmm. So I started like, you know, like what are some interactions about statin drugs? And this thing puked out that I didn't understand, man. Like it was like, wow, it knows it. Holy, that's scary. Hey, totally check out the dream editor too. There's one that does to image. I sent you guys a couple links on my uh, on the text message there, and it's pretty fun to play with. Okay, yeah, I just I see those now, Dustin. It's um super cool. Deepdreamgenerator.com is what it is. And he literally is sending me photos and it's just like fake photos that are beautiful. <laughs> I, I, I also love that we discovered there's a new thing you can do with chat GPT, a swipe left and you're dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left is no or right is no, uh, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have any more context on this? Really curious to know if anyone's used it. What have you used it for? Deep dream. Huh. What is it? I want to chat try. GPT. Well, now I'm onto this photo one. Gener- generator.com. I want to see what this is like. Oh my god! I don't what? Like it. Generate. Oh, you have to log in. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. As soon as they want me to make a profile, I'm good. You can just send me photos. It's it's just interesting because the way the last guy described it had me fully down. And then the way that you and him had a conversation about describing about how things that people used to have as a priority that are not a priority now, it does make sense because we are evolving in a way that we don't necessarily need to do different things. And instead, we can put our time towards other things. Like but, I, I am on the side of that. But... Could that be detrimental for us going forward? We already complain about robots taking over jobs and all those things. And if we're just going to continue this knowledge and research and expanding that that world. Then maybe we won't need to work one day and the robots can work for us and and make the money for us. The robots will pay us. No, they will not. 
I can't wait until it replaces radio announcers. That's what everything, some... everything you hear on a morning show is just going to be from bots. Yeah, uh, get this. Uh, no, this is how it's going to sound. Hello, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get this. Google is launching AI-powered features and search results to provide a more intuitive way of navigating and understanding the web. A new experimental conversational AI service called Bard, B-A-R-D, powered by Lambda. Oh. will deliver accurate and high-quality answers to users. Remember that whole Lambda thing that we yes. talked about months ago? Trying to forget it. So that's going to be the brain could, behind Bard. Could essentially this AI get smart enough so then, I know this is a long shot here, but could we put in like, hey, this is people are dealing with cancer. Come up with a solution to cancer, and then we would get that. Like, would the, Could it not be a positive thing that way if this AI got smart enough? Well, you know, it's uh, how it's could not an- impo- it's not impossible. Look at the new Black Panther movie when she was trying to synthesize the, yeah. uh, the plant, right? I mean, it's possible, and it kept saying, "No, seventy-eight percent match. No, forty-eight percent match." And then it just helps just us. Just explain this to me, okay? So I'm sorry. So you're going to use the example of a cure for cancer. Does the internet have the power to find the cure for cancer that we don't? Did we not create mm-hmm. the internet and everything yeah, that's on the it? The internet is an online hub. The AI is something that is actually like it generates something. So yeah, essentially we're creating, I don't know, essentially a smarter thing than a person. No. I think I think the crazier question to ask is if you're going to ask questions like, can you cure cancer? I think people are going to start leaning on this to how do I control a population of people? And then eventually do we just... Are we under AI rule because AI knows best and knows well, the best way to do things? I mean, like that that gets a little scary. Well, I I am always open to human error over computer error. Hopefully this all happens after in 70 years when I'm dead. <laughs> it's, it's I'll be in the ground than you think, and then y'all can deal that everybody younger than me can deal with it. Why do I have to deal with it? You're going to be dead before me. And it's going to look like Atlas. No, I'm not. Yeah, it 100 percent will be. It 100 percent will be. Well, if think about it. We're, we're we're almost there. Like, remember Age of Ultron when Tony Stark created all of those, uh, those yeah. Iron Man looking like uh, what he called the uh, Guardians. Yeah, we're not far off. You 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 put Lambda or Bard or Chat GPT inside of Atlas, it's game over. Yeah, even if you put this Chat GB whatever A B C D Y X into <laughs> a Google Home or something, and then suddenly it can become more conversational with you when you're hanging out at home. Are you going to no. essentially start talking to it too? Like no, it'll I mean, happen. You know what? For people being like, oh, this could be really good for people in in like retirement homes and they're lonely. No, we need people to have those jobs. Human interaction cannot be replaced by a freaking robot. Hmm. I'm outie. Mor- Morgan, LMFO, Tyler, you're going to be dead before me, ruthless. <laughs> it's, how, it's not true. It's I take I way better care of myself. Yes. I sleep. All right. Continue the conversation on our text line, 204-452-1061. Call the loud line. Really <laughs> curious to hear a human voice on this one. 204-478-8040. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. A very cool new deep diving podcast that is sure to pique your nostalgia. A podcast about deep diving? A podcast that is deep diving into your nostalgia. Is it deep diving into like the deep sea? Like, is it about diving, like snorkeling? It's like scuba diving gear? into your brain I'm and memories. Slap you. <laughs> Stop. Also, would you buy this from the LC or do you think it's kind of a waste of time? Uh, unlike last year, where crypto dominated the screens, this year alcohol companies had the biggest buys at the Super Bowl. Those ads at around seven mil a piece are officially sold out. <laughs> Not sure. I'm looking, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the Crown Royal one with Dave Grohl. Manitoba oh, Zone Crown Royal right that's here. That's awesome. Yeah. A new podcast with celebrities where they rewatch their hit TV shows is coming out. Selena Gomez is going to be on it. She has already filmed one episode, but is in talks to do more discussing her role in Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh my God, that show is so good. Oh, they have so many different Disney Channel shows. Yeah, but that's the thing the is, docket. I don't. I, I like the old show and the nostalgia of watching the show is there. Do I want to sit and listen to a podcast about them watching the show again? Maybe. No, I, I'd rather just watch the show. Maybe Selena Gomez has some cool behind the scenes. People eh. love that. 
Not only are they cute, they serve a purpose and could save you some money. Canadian wineries have started offering more mini bottles of wine and an option as well uh, to can more. Right now, there's not too many of those, but they're doing this because a lot of people have been cutting back on their consumption. And so rather than committing to a whole bottle before it spoils, which may deter you from buying it, They are now offering this cheaper option that also gives you the opportunity to bring wine to a house party or maybe even on the golf course. Ooh, golf course wine? Okay. That'd be nice. Yeah, well, we're going to have it taken away from us sooner than later, so you might as well enjoy it while you can. Why? What's What's happening to the golf course? No, no, the the booze. Oh. Oh. Why are they going to take it away? Oh, because this is the way this is the way we're rolling. It's like, oh, we're gonna put warnings on it. Oh, and then we're gonna, we're gonna start taking it away, and then we're gonna recommend that you can only buy this much at a time. Then you can so only drink this much at a time, and then, it, then it's just gone. Is what I need to do is from episode three of The Last of Us, I need to stockpile as much wine as possible, so then I always have a bottle with dinner. Or <laughs> use Chat GPT to find out how to make your own moonshine. Uh, Even better. I taste terrible. As we near the Rihanna Bowl, the $7 million 30-second ad Rihanna Bowl, Chiefs versus Ingles. We have some other football news to talk about. Tom Brady's podcast, the Let's Go podcast, had his former Patriots coach, Bill Belichick, on the show. Just the greatest player, the greatest career, the great, great person. Uh, It's such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to... You know, to coach Tom, and uh, so I guess it's got in at some point. It's the greatest one ever, so congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. Man, Tom was then asked by Jim Gray about the relationship that landed the pair six Super Bowl titles in New England. I was just very lucky. I had someone that really saw something in me that, you know, not a lot, a lot of other people did. I think Coach Belichick and I developed an amazing relationship. Nobody's done it better than him, and I think what a blessing for me. To There's no way... I have the success that I've had, you know, personally without him. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, you should be very grateful for that, Tom. Tom Brady's expected to take a year off before joining the Fort Spot Fox Sports NFL broadcast team for the 2024 season. A.J. Green has also retired from the NFL after 12 seasons. The seven-time pro bowler spent time in Arizona and Cincinnati. Brian Flores, get excited, Vikings fans. He's the new D.C. of the Minnesota Vikings. And tonight could be the night. Could be the night. Just saying, be ready. LeBron James is 36 points shy of breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA all-time points record. The Lakers host the OKC Thunder tonight in L.A. So if he doesn't get 36 tonight, that's cool. He'll have his next shot at home Thursday night versus the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm pretty sure LeBron Bron can put up 36 in two nights. Bron Raptors. Bron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, little Bron Bron. Actually, his son's name is Bronny. That's so cute. Raptors host the Spurs tomorrow night in downtown Trina. Justin Rose went into the final round of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am yesterday with a two-shot lead. You see the name Justin Rose, you're like, boy, that would be some story, wouldn't it be? If he was there at the end, well, guess what? That story has unfolded. Justin Rose, back in the winner's circle. Rose shot a 6-under-66 for a three-shot win. Top Canadian was Taylor Pendrith, who tied for 7th at 12-under par after shooting a great round four of 64. Yesterday, I told you about the other part of the uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, which is the Pro-Am side where all the celebrities play. It's, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of joking around. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and Ben Silverman, who's from Canada, they won the amateur side, which is pretty cool. But some are calling Aaron Rodgers out on his sandbagging skills, including Keith Mitchell, who is the pro playing with Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. I think Josh and I won. Aaron Rodgers doesn't count. His handicap was crap. So I, I haven't looked. I think we were on 18. We might have been up there. But if we finish second to Aaron, I consider us winning the trophy. Mitchell might not be too far off. Rodgers is listed as a three handicap at his home course in Wisconsin, but had an adjusted handicap of 10 at Pebble Beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do an impression. You tell me what movie it's from, okay? Okay. Yep. Scott, I'm hip. I'm cool. I'm with it. Oh, is that is that um gold member? No, is that the the voice reminded me of the too cool for school Adam Sandler voice. <laughs> no, Jasmine was uh, was closer. It was Austin Powers. Oh, okay. I was doing the role of Doctor Evil when he was talking to his son Scott. Ah, okay. I'm hip. I'm cool. Oh. I'm with it. Okay, well that's a better reference, so that's fine.
847 now on a Tuesday. My name is Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr, special guest on the phone, Tyler Carr. Yes, okay, super excited about this. We, I've been uh, trying to get David on for the past little while here. Uh, David St. Pierre on the phone. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you guys? We are fantastic. Now, uh, the reason why Dave made that reference is because you're uh, hip, you're hip, you're cool, because you're doing a hip-hop event here in Winnipeg. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so it's uh, it's actually a battle rap event. We got different nice. things from, you know, more serious, aggressive stuff to comedy. I, myself, take uh, comedy more of an approach at it. So the event, April 22nd, which is a Saturday, uh, the event's called High Ground, and we got six battles locked in on the card card. That's amazing. And where is it Where is it going down, did you say? Um, yeah, so it'll be at the live dance studio on Sanford Street. Nice. Okay. And would you would you say this is more for the adults or is this family friendly? Um, I would say it's definitely more of an 18 plus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because for a lot of people, you know, the family friendly ones can, you know, it's a little more spicy then. Yeah. <laughs> Out of curiosity, is there going to be any freestyling in the house? Um, today? I mean, yeah, if you want to throw some yeah. some bars down, we won't say no. <laughs> hey, DJ Cyclops uh, I mean, might, the- uh, might show up. Yeah. Grab a mic, that's all I'm saying. If I wasn't currently driving, I would do it, but I got to focus on one thing. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And also, uh, if, if it has to do with your show, then it may not be fam- family-friendly, so maybe we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, where do people pick up tickets or more information if they are listening and they're down? So right now, uh, we're currently in the process of getting the tickets made up, but you'll be able to get tickets from any of the battlers, which um, I guess you can talk to me on Instagram for tickets or for more battler information, which would be D underscore Grizzy. Okay, sweet. And they can just send you a DM and pick them up there? Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, David, thank you so much. Appreciate your time and uh, good luck with the event. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty 1 land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.